Women's Cooperative presents Miranda. Act Two, Scene One. The front lobby of the motel. It is quiet and dark. Miranda comes in from the back door, still wearing her swimsuit. She drags with her a large cooler. Middle Miranda follows after her. Miranda drags her cooler to the center of the lobby, then opens it. Middle Miranda goes to sit down at the chair by the window. Miranda raises her cooler above her head and tips it, spilling a cascade of falling ice cubes all over her body. She looks down at the cubes that have piled up at her feet. Slowly, she lowers her body to lay on top of the ice. She closes her eyes and breathes deeply. It's too hot! The back door opens and Grayson enters with a beer in his hand. He has not noticed his mother lying on the floor. He turns on the lamp by the computer and logs on. He still has not noticed his mother. He tries to get the computer to work, but he can't get a signal. God damn it. Don't know why, but it won't oh, work anymore. Oh, shit! Grayson jumps to his feet and comes around the desk to look at his mother. Well, I know why. Mom, what the fuck? It's really not 9.8 meters per second anymore. Mom, you're... Get up! You're gonna freeze! It's more like 9.4 meters per second now. Grayson reaches down to try to help Miranda up, but before he can get there, she starts screaming at the top of her lungs. Get up! Ah! Stop! Ah! Stop! Don't! Don't touch me! Don't touch me! But you have to get up! You'll regret it if you touch me! No, I won't. You, you have you to will. get- You will! You'll regret it! It'll hurt! Mom, you're not going to hurt me, okay? I just- I will! I will hurt you! I will hurt you if you touch me, Grayson! Grayson straightens up. He gazes down at Miranda. You're going to get sick. Why would you even do this? Too damn Never muggy. Mind. It's too, too hot. hot. And it's too wet. It's too humid. I can't get dry enough. Well, you do know that ice melts, right? It gets wet again. Not all ice melts, Grayson. Not all ice melts, Grayson. The lights begin to flicker again. Something's... Something's gotta change, Mom. I mean, it's one thing to not like to... to be touched, and, you know, it's fine, because I don't need a lot of affection, I guess, Don't but touch me. I'm not going to touch you, okay? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? <laughs> What's wrong with me? What? You threatened me! No, I didn't. Yes, you did! No, I didn't! Just now! You did! You said you would hurt me if I touched you. I'm trying to help you, Mom. I was just trying to keep you from getting sick. When a person lies on a bed of ice in the middle of November in just their bathing suit, they're likely to get sick. Well, lucky for you, I'm not a person. I'm just stuck, alright? You're the dumb meat flute. Right. You're made of ice. Yes, I'm made of ice. Mom, I'm serious. Something has to change. I'm glad your father is dead. What the fuck? What? 
Why the fuck would you ever say that? What? You're glad he's dead? Jesus fucking Christ. You my- didn't let me finish. What could you possibly need to finish? You wish I could go too? No, 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 no. I wanted to say that I'm glad your father's dead because he never believed me, but you do, Grayson. What? Well, you're not going to lock me away when I talk about who I am. The first time your father found out I was made of ice, he was so frightened, he refused to believe me and carted me off to a facility. No, no, that is not what happened. Well, anyway... What happened is that you told Dad that you had killed someone, okay? He told me the truth. He told me you broke down one night and told him that you had murdered someone. But they searched and searched, and you'd never laid a finger on anyone. It was a symptom of your deepening psychosis. I heard Dad talk about it with that doctor dude. We've been here before. What? You've said that already. Said what already? A long time ago. You probably don't know what I'm saying, but there is proof. What proof? Oh, that stupid equation. Gamma equals 1 minus V to the second power over C to the second power to the negative half power has time folded all up inside itself. All I meant to say is that it's nice to be here with you and you not want me to be put away so badly. Did you do that on purpose? What? Did you say that because you knew what I was going to say? I don't know what you're going to say. I just mean it's likely you've already said it. No, I haven't. Well, you literally have. We've all already done what we're going to do. Stop evading the conversation. What conversation? You knew I was going to tell you that I... You... uh, We... Need... Help? No one can help me. That's not true, Mom. Dr. Myers has said a number of times... Dr. Myers certainly can't help me get home. Something has to change, Mom. I can't help you anymore. I don't need your help. Like a major change. It's already changed. Don't worry. I can't take care of you anymore. Not when you're doing shit like this. I don't need to be taken care of. There are ten roads to get home, Grayson. But each one of them has a tree growing in the middle of them now, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get around the get tree. Get me home. Okay, yeah, sure, Mom, but you need to get up. This is really bad for Mugginess you. all over my skin. If I can't make you make any sense, the least I can do is keep you from getting fucking pneumonia. Stop! Let Mama concentrate. Young Grayson enters, dragging his feet. Mom... Now, Mama, concentrate. Dad says the car's on its way. Oh, the car, the car. You're going to get sick. That ice is going to melt and get you all wet, and you're going to catch a cold. It hasn't melted. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. Mom, it has. Grayson approaches Miranda to prove his point, but she holds up a hand. You'll get hurt. Dad says you're crazy. Oh, he'd like that, wouldn't he? Grayson leans down to help her up. Mom, get up. No, don't touch me! Do you think I'm crazy? Get up! I I don't know. Yes, you do. You know the truth. No, I I don't know the truth. No! You know the truth. No, I don't know anything. You know, Grayson. 
Yes, you know. Mom, I you mean know. it. Get up now. Fine. I think you're fucking batshit. All right, maybe you don't know. Miranda struggles to get up. Grayson instinctively goes to help her stand, and instead, Miranda throws a piece of ice at him. Jesus Christ, Mom! What did I tell you? Don't touch me! It could kill you! My body is too cold! I thought you were hot! I'm hot, but it'll kill you! You're cold because you haven't been wearing any clothes in days! No, 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 no that's not why! That's not why! With Herculean effort, Grayson takes a breath. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right, it's not why. Okay. Miranda stands and walks to the door. Grayson looks down at the ice cubes. They have not melted. He stares at them for a split second, but then sees his mother leaving and runs after her. Dad says everyone told him you were going to lose it one day. Well, since everyone said it, it must be true. He said all those kids in high school messed you up and that you were going to lose it one day. No. No, no, I messed them up. How did you mess them up? I messed somebody up. Somebody's dead in the ground because of me. Young Grayson rolls his eyes. Usually when people say they've killed someone, they're confessing. I am confessing. No, you're not. You're full of shit. You never killed anyone. Why would you even want well, that? Well, it's not like it was on purpose. You didn't kill anyone. Yet. I didn't kill anyone yet. Young Grayson deflates. If I could just figure out who I killed, then it'd be so much easier to find out how to get home. I don't know why those two things are connected, but they... Am I gonna be crazy? I'm not crazy. I'm not a lunatic. I am displaced. I am marooned. Mutineered. I am not where I should be. I am ice. I am full-bodied. I roll through the dense darkness around my blue mother. I am not... Crazy! <gasps> what are you doing? Everyone's laughing at me. All the time. What are they laughing at? You, Mom. They're laughing at us. And that makes you cry? Yes, that makes me cry, Mom. Because... You care what people think about you. I just wish you'd stop being so fucking crazy all the time. Middle Miranda stares at young Grayson as he sniffles into his hands. She slowly brings her palm to his shoulder. He looks up at her, surprised. Human beings are incredibly stupid, Grayson. All of a sudden, young Grayson falls into middle Miranda and hugs her tight. She slowly puts her arms around him. Am I gonna be crazy? If you were going to, then you'd already be crazy now. Were you crazy when you were my age? Mom? Ouch. Mom. Ouch, Mom. Mom, stop! Ouch! Grayson leaps backwards, shivering. Did you just burn me? What? No. It felt like I got burned. I didn't. I didn't do that, Grayson. It... It must be because I'm so cold all the time. You need help. Stop saying that, Grayson! I don't need anyone. They can take me away, but I'll be back. I don't... I, I don't want you to come back. Well, we don't always get what we want, Grayson. Young Grayson turns abruptly and runs out the back door. He quickly passes May, 
who strides in easily. Middle Miranda stares after her son. She turns back to the windows as May wanders around the room, occasionally lifting up a magazine or peering behind the desk. She behaves and looks like someone who recently got very high very fast. Before she knows it, Grayson has re-entered. He stares at her, closing the back door. I'm sorry, I got lost. Well, not really, I was just taking a walk down the road and then it started to rain again. I turned back, but obviously I forgot my key in my room because I'm an idiot and now must have already fallen asleep. I saw the light on, I... No, it's okay. I got spooked out on the road. It's really spooky out here. It got really quiet and I felt... Everything felt like it was drifting. I think I... Anyway. Grayson gazes at her, then goes back to the desk and looks at the sidewall, the row of keys hanging from hooks. Hmm. What? I think I gave you guys both copies of your keys. Aw, fuck. Oh, well. May does not seem particularly bothered by this. She continues to wander, eventually reaching the pile of ice. She turns to look back at Grayson. Uh, my mother. Sure, sure. Like, it's not already freezing outside. You don't want to wake up, Hal? May doesn't answer. Grayson watches her. She steps on the ice, not noticing him. He tries again. <sighs> Cold. I could, uh, just open up the door with my master key. Master key? Yeah. Grayson takes the master key off the wall. Master key. Wow, I didn't know that that existed. Oh, yeah. So you can go, like, anywhere? Into anybody's room? I mean, I could. May flops onto the couch. She leans her head off the arm so she's looking at Grayson upside down. She smiles at him. Uh, you, uh, just went for a walk? What do you use your master key for? Uh, like if, uh, someone was hiding in their room because they didn't want to pay me, or if the cops wanted to search a room for some reason, or... <laughs> Nice guests forget their keys after going on a walk. I'm not very nice. You always lived in New York? Uh-huh. Your uh, parents are from New Am York? Am I the first fucking Asian person you've ever met? What? You no, keep I'd... obsessing about where I'm from. No. Because I got news for you, Mr. Grayson. My family's been in the States for as long as there was a Lower East Side, and I don't know any Mandarin. My father is an investment banker, and my mother runs an art gallery. So, okay. there are gay people and Chinese people sometimes, Grayson, even if it's not where you live. There are poor people sometimes, too, even if it's not where you live. Ugh, this isn't fun. You're not making this fun. You wanted to have fun. Yes. I want to have fun. I am so bored. What do you do for fun? May grins at Grayson. She moves over onto the couch so he has room to sit. Grayson doesn't move. What? What? What do you do for fun? I... Jesus, fuck, I don't know. I hate that question. What do you do for fun? Talk to nice guests. I'm not nice. I frequently... Tell Hal that I like his outfit, and I do not. May stands up and starts looking around. She drifts over to the desk, getting close to Grayson. He looks out the window to check if they're alone. They are. In another time, middle Miranda is still there, looking out the window. You ever think about that aberration? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You ever think they actually know what it is? Actually? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. What I think you about mean. that physicist guy all the time. 
he was supposed to be like the guy to work on the FAC to figure out what the aberration was and how it was going to affect us. Everyone had such a boner for him. <laughs> I think he probably knew what it was and just killed himself or something. Like, like he knew it was going to kill us, and so he just offed himself to speed up the process. What are you talking about? That Indian about? physicist? He went missing? They think it was foul play from religious end-of-days groups that were trying to keep NASA from sending the probe out there. They, like, thought we deserved what we got. Probably fucking helps that he was Indian. Gone! White people! They think they can just kill anything! Grayson still doesn't totally get it. The physicist! He was on FAC! But he went missing, so that's when they hired Dr. Maynard? I think you were following the FAC news a lot closer than I was. Blech. Dead. I think he's dead. Do you think he's dead? The physics? Whatever? I don't know. Sucks either way, though. Immediately, the lights bend. The small lamplight that was on jumps, and the light appears over by the magazines, leaving the lamp bulb dark. And then it all goes out, plunging everyone into darkness. Middle Miranda whips around to the back door. God damn it. I hear you, John! I'm coming! Middle Miranda strides furiously out the back door, slamming it behind her. Whoa, Hal was right. This place is spooky. I'm, I'm sorry. It's usually not like this. Things have been weird. I, I can't figure out what the fuck is wrong with the lights. I've checked the fuse box like nine times. Sorry. Not gonna be good for the Yelp review. You guys have Yelp up here? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> See? It's shit like that that freaks Hal out. Everything freaks him out. Oh, he's really a wonderful person, but he doesn't do well with plans changing, and he gets very anxious, you know. I do? Yeah, I mean, your mom. I guess I mean, so. not like it's the same. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what's worse, being me or being my parents. I guess it's different when you're the kid. What? You know, brain on fire. What's worse, your brain burning or watching someone you love's brain burn? You feel like your brain's burning? I'm doing much better now. Can't you tell? <laughs> May pats the space on the couch next to her. Grayson goes and sits down. <laughs> I don't know what to do. She um, hasn't improved, but I don't have the kind of money for the help that she needs. She thinks she's made out of ice. Huh. Hence... The ice. It has something to do with uh, Einstein's relativity or something? I don't know. What does ice have to do with Einstein's relativity? I don't know, but she, she goes back and forth. It, when she first went into the facility, it was because she claimed that she had killed somebody, so of course my father freaks out, but the police couldn't find a single thing. Eventually, she says she had killed some scientist dude, but there was absolutely no evidence of anything like that so they figured she had just cracked and took her away it's like I can have these lucid moments with her where she's like she's weird sure she's a little off but she's talking to me like like I'm her son and she's my mom but then she just switches back Grayson runs his hand over his forehead May puts her hand on his back sympathetically Grayson stiffens when he feels her hand and turns to her she doesn't back down and strokes his arm. <laughs> you know she hasn't hugged me in 20 years. Won't even touch me. What? Yeah, she says she's uh, made of ice, so it'll hurt my skin. She uh, freaks out when anyone gets too close to her. It's like she's afraid I'll get frostbite if I get near her. How can I take care of someone when they won't even come near me? May takes her hand off of Grayson's back. Hal's parents sent him to that school in Colorado, right? 
came at some pretty good timing because he was super anxious and had all these compulsions. Like when I met him, he was so freaked out by cooked meat because he was afraid that eating a burger would unlock cannibal instincts and he would go crazy and eat everyone. What? I know. So like good timing, right? And the school did a pretty good job of like, whatever, going deeper into what was at the core or something. But then when we graduated, he found out that his parents had had no idea that he was struggling. They sent him to the school because his grandmother had been diagnosed late in life with schizophrenia. So his mom went away to some spa shit and they sent Hal to the school in Colorado preemptively. They thought the school could do some preemptive smoothing out. Like they were completely unaware of how anxious he was. They thought he was going to be crazy, so they sent him away? See? You're doing a lot better than they did. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Why did uh, why did you think the universe was going to implode on you? Because I was crazy. That's why. Do you think that if we met in New York, I would talk to you? <laughs> no. You think I'm shallow. No, no. You do. You think I'm shallow. No. I, I think you're moving really fast. You you probably wouldn't have slowed down long enough to see that I was there, but you're stuck here now, so... May and Grayson look at each other. At the back door, Miranda has reappeared again in the window. She looks into the darkened motel lobby, then moves away. The front door opens, and young Grayson walks in, looking around for something. Young Miranda descends from the ceiling, marveling at her weightlessness. Young Grayson finds what he's looking for, a bouncy ball hidden behind the desk. He stands up and exits, closing the back door behind him. This time, May and Grayson can hear the door close, and it jolts them out of their reverie. What was that? No, I'll, I'll go check. May goes to the back door, but she doesn't check anything. She turns around to look at Grayson. This'll happen everywhere, won't it? You know, the probe had just passed Mars when I started high school, and I became positive that it was me that made this trip necessary. Like, I was the reason they had to go out there. I will happen everywhere, won't that I? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, insanity. You're not insane. May begins walking slowly toward Grayson. Maybe I was. Maybe I am. I guess I just thought that because I was having all of those concaving universe thoughts, that meant that I had prompted the formation of the FAC, right? Startling gravitational aberration. Laws of the universe potentially threatened. Disturbing consequences to our solar system. Changes we couldn't even begin to imagine. Because of me? Young Miranda looks at May. Am I the change? They don't know that's what's happening. Jesus, Grayson, nothing good can be happening. Otherwise, no one would think it would be such a good idea to pour the military budget into fucking NASA! No one's having fun anymore. Not Grayson, not May. Are you here right now? Sorry. All good. Am I? Young Miranda starts to drift around the space, slowly. I should go. No, 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 don't. I I'm just really high right now, and I... Sorry, just gravity and missing people and your mom, and... Sorry, fuck, sorry. L look, I... I'm losing my mind. Grayson, please don't fucking say anything! I'm sorry, okay? I heard you. Grayson and May stare at each other. He smiles at her, and it relaxes her. May is back at ease. I came here looking for you. I was like, I wonder what Grayson's thinking about right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. May resumes her approach. 
Yeah. I was like, poor Grayson with his crazy mom and his crazy guests. I wonder what he sits around and does all day. May reaches Grayson, standing over him. Their knees knock into each other. What were you thinking about? And don't say nice guests. I don't like being called nice. Grayson doesn't move. I won't say it again. Good, because I don't like it. I won't say it because it's not true. Grayson's hand slowly approaches May's leg. No, it's not true. I'm an awful person. Yeah, you are. You're horrible. I know, that's why I said that. That's why I said it. I'm shit. Yeah, you're... you suck. Grayson's hand touches May's leg. He pauses. Yeah, I suck. You're like... bad. Grayson's hand begins to go up May's leg and up her shirt. Mm-hmm. There's nothing inside of you. You're empty inside. You're nothing. You don't even matter. May stops and looks at him. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I <laughs> I don't actually believe well, that. fucking I'd... hell, Grayson. Way to take a game and just... Grayson pulls May down onto his lap, and they begin making out ferociously. Wait, wait. Not, not here. What? Why? Just uh, not here. My mother has a key to the lobby, but she doesn't to my room. Oh, okay. Cool. Grayson and May get off the couch and bolt out the back door. It slams behind them. As young Miranda begins to float away, lights from long ago float in and out, traveling around space-time with no direction. I don't want to be here. I just want to go home. Someone get me home, please. Behind the back door, middle Miranda pleads with someone. Please, John, you have to protect Grayson, okay? He doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand how dangerous I am. I killed someone. I know I did. No, I did, John. I did. What's wrong with me? It's because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Something's wrong with me. I'm supposed to go home, but I can't figure out how. It's too I'm hot. I'm so hot. Audio engineering by Josh Hartman, with thanks to Mike First and Triforce Audio. Act 2, Scene 1 featured the voices of Lisbeth Bartlett, Grayson Emery, Linnea Bond, Simon Kiley, Meg Rumsey-Lasserson, and Annie Fang. This podcast production was made possible by the City of Philadelphia's Office of Arts, Culture, and the Creative Economy and the Philadelphia Cultural Fund. Presented by Lupine Performance Cooperative.